0: It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, The M Word. And our scripture reference today is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 1 through 15. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. One Sunday, I told a church I was going to talk about the M word. I acknowledged the M word was one Christians don't always like the preacher to talk about. Pastors get nervous talking about it in church, too. What word am I referring to? I asked. And the congregation replied, money. I'm not scared to talk about money. I told them today I'm talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And there are several reasons Christians don't want to talk about Mary too much. There are many more reasons they don't want to talk about money. Our apprehension should be a lightning flash from our brain to our heart. Something isn't right would be the message. While I have no problem talking about money with Christians, I also don't go overboard. It's too easy to make giving the end-all gesture of faithfulness. That's silly because it's easier to write a check than it is to forgive an enemy. But our giving does say something about our faith and trust in God. There's no way around that. To be sure, most of us may need to reconsider the influence of the pursuit and comforts of money on our walk with God. I watched a video of a group of young people. They were asked to guess what certain Christian phrases mean. The first was a love offering. The group did not guess correctly. When the host explained what that meant, one person responded, so money equals love. Not quite, but the way we sometimes behave with money makes you wonder. Again, I have no problem talking about money, but I will tell you my talking points are few. That's because giving is as much an attitude as it is an action. The attitude with which you give may mean more than the amount of your giving. People give with faithful attitudes, others give begrudgingly. I teach two basic giving principles. First, learn to give a 10% tithe. People have long told me about living in the new covenant. They tell me I shouldn't emphasize something from the Old Testament. There's nothing in the New Testament that requires that level of commitment. (laughs) Yes and no. I steer the conversation towards attitude. Why are we so quick to get rid of that one commandment? Often these are some of the same people who get riled up about the Ten Commandments being displayed in public places. Make up your mind, please. All I can tell you is my family's commitment to the tithing principle has impacted my faith. I know it will yours too. The second principle is first fruits. God told the Israelites that when they had entered the promised land, they were to give the first of their labor. Their first fruits were a sign of trust and thanksgiving and reminded them of what God had done. It's also interesting to me that these first fruits weren't just personal offerings. Reread the response God told them to give. You'll notice it's a reminder of how God had moved through all the people. There's no me or my life in their prayer. Knowing my giving isn't just about my life changes the attitude with which I give. I hope you'll give thought to the attitude of your giving. It's not that I want anyone to give more. I only want people to give more faithfully. It's not because I want to raise or I want to construct a new building. Most churches are struggling to take care of the ones they already have. No, our faithful giving ensures you and I can take care of those in need. That's a powerful insight. the first fruits passage from Deuteronomy. Let's do that kind of giving. Oh, by the way, today I wasn't talking about Mary. Stay blessed.